Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. One person can make a real difference, such as the founder of an organization that employs only convicted felons and turns them into entrepreneurs. With more, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. We've heard much about restaurants suffering financially during the pandemic, but we don't often hear about farms that have been unable to transport food to market or had no market at all with closed restaurants. One farm faced all of that and the likelihood that its vitally important flavor of social responsibility would be wiped away. Joining me now for an incredible story of coping is Ajit George, founder and managing partner of Second Chances Farm in Wilmington, Delaware. It's a story that's attracted White House interest. Mr. George, yours is one of the few horticultural facilities that focuses on giving jobs to former offenders who'd been in prison. How did you get involved in that? It's a long story. The short version is that I retired from my real estate development activities in 2010. In 2011, I was granted a license by TED to organize TEDx Wilmington. And over the course of the next eight years, I did about 32 events with 469 speakers that have attracted 31 million views. But there were two TEDx talks that I organized that really inspired me. One was on somebody who was a convicted felon who had re-entered society successfully and became one of the first felons to be hired by the U.S. Department of Justice and then ultimately headed probation for the U.S. District Court. And at the same event that he spoke, there was somebody else who spoke about an idea that's brand new to me, the idea of an indoor vertical farm in urban areas. And it occurred to me that I could perhaps tackle the problem of recidivism, which I was starting to get familiar with, even though I had no direct involvement in prisons or been to prison or even visited a prison, by essentially creating an indoor vertical vertical farm and hiring exclusively returning citizens. And that journey started in 2015. And in 2017, I became very serious. And on my 63rd birthday, I got 63 friends together to be my accountability partners. And I said, I don't have children. I have a red standard poodle. And so I said, I want my legacy project to be 70 returning citizens to be made compassionate capitalists by the age 70. And I want to do it by creating a vertical farms. And that was the promise I made three years ago on May 10th. And I'm trying to fulfill the promise I made. And of course, you give much more than just a job. What knowledge and experience does the farm provide to your employees? Well, we are very proud to say that we are not trying to create a new class of jobs. We said screen caller jobs, but in reality, what we are trying to do is teach people how to be entrepreneurs. We say in our farm, we produce two things. We produce herbs and fresh greens. And the second thing we produce is a new crop of compassionate capitalists. And we only do that, only do that by essentially focusing on the fact that we are not trying to create jobs by really teaching them how to be entrepreneurs and frankly, them to be compassionate capitalists. Because most returning citizens have a scholar letter, particularly if you have a felon, and that leaves them vulnerable to be terminated by an employer. But if they're an entrepreneur in charge of their destiny, they absolutely have less risk of doing that. And so that's what we teach. That's what we encourage. So when they come into our program, they get hired at $13 an hour for 16 weeks. And after 16 weeks, if they like us and we like them, we give them an opportunity to be a 
52-week entrepreneur in residence. That's very specific language we use, entrepreneur in residence. That is the language because we don't want them to call a worker or an apprenticeship. And during the 52 weeks, we teach them everything about cash flow, cash management. And then at the end of 52 weeks, give them a new title, which is agripreneur. We also create and give them a Delaware LLC. And we give them a business license. And then we give them a contract. If they want to work in one of our farms as an independent contractor, they get to grow and produce in one of our farms on a turnkey basis. And then we'll agree to buy 100% of their product on a weekly basis. And once a month, we will do a direct deposit into them. And at the end of 10 years, which is typically the life of opportunity zones, which is where we are situated, when we exit, and I surely hope to exit by age 75 if I'm alive, what we have promised the returning citizens who are working in that particular farm at that time is they will get 10% of the total equity of the company. Because you can't be a capitalist without having capital. So it's like having a stock option without paying for it. We're visiting with Ajit George, founder and managing partner of Second Chances Farm in Wilmington, Delaware, that serves a recipe of fresh food and social responsibility. Now, let's switch over to the coronavirus. Now, your company had been providing fresh produce to local restaurants until the restaurants had to shut down, and then you had to reinvent yourself into a farm-to-table home delivery service. Now, I would argue that the real Houdini move that you made (laughs) was getting so many subscribers, 380 since mid-March. How did you do that? Well, the irony of it is we set up the farm. We hired our first group of returning citizens January 6th. We set up the farm in February. We planted hundreds of thousands of seeds. And our first crop that we were going to harvest was March 16th, Monday, March 16th. We had pre-sold all of it to restaurants. And the same afternoon as we were harvesting is when the governor of Delaware shut down all the restaurants by 8 o'clock that day. So the real Houdini moment was we lost all our customers and the first harvest. And we had sold every everything to our restaurant. So we had no one to sell and we had a perishable product. So in 24 hours, we had to say whether we go out of business or whether we pivot. And it's easy to use the word pivot now, but in reality, we had no delivery mechanism. We had no place, no packaging for it. But in 24 hours, we designed a farm to table delivery program, not knowing whether anyone would sign it, not knowing how we would deliver it to people. And uh, we made an effort and we promoted and marketed heavily on social media and to our newsletter audience and to my friends and perhaps even some enemies, who knows? And people responded in part because they felt that they were homebound also and maybe they could have fresh food. And then they were genuinely surprised how fresh it tasted because all of our food is chemical-free, pesticide-free, and herbicide-free and is fresh within 24 hours. And word of mouth got along as well as referrals. And I think it's a combination of some hard work, a lot of luck, and God's grace. That's what made it all happen. And we now have sold everything we are producing to farm to table customers and now we're just starting to have a small amount of restaurants coming back and we are selling it to them attorney general bill barr and housing secretary ben carson personally visited your farm recently what did they want to learn and what did you say Well, I think they wanted to come to see whether we really existed because they had heard a lot of wonderful things from other folks from the White House that had come to visit us. And I think they really expected to see something that was not true. I think they found it hard to believe that almost our entire workforce is returning citizens except for a small leadership team and that they are running this farm that is producing incredible crops that stays unbelievable. Attorney General Barr and Secretary Carson tasted our food and couldn't believe how good our taste. And then they 
they got to listen to the testimony of our returning citizens and their stories and journeys from how they ended up in prison and how they ended up into second chances fund. I think in large part because the Attorney General is in charge of overseeing the First Step Act, which is a bipartisan act passed by Congress to help deal with recidivism. That comes from the Attorney General's office. Secretary Carson oversees the Opportunity Zones, which we are an Opportunity Zone business in an Opportunity Zone. I think, honestly, I think they came to see whether we were for real. And I think seeing the comments after they left their visit, I think they now believe that we are real. Well, I want to wish you all the best luck. Ajit George, founder and managing partner of Second Chances Farm in Wilmington, Delaware. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.